constipation hemorrhoids varicose veins most people regard a problem with this part of the body as something shameful something to be hidden they rarely talk openly about pain and discomfort caused by distress in the lower bowel in spite of this secrecy more kinds of painful sufferings are located in this 8 foot segment of rithing tubing than emanate from any part of the body some of the problems are merely nuisance while others are life threatening but one thing that can be said for certain is that none of them need to be tolerated as a normal part of life constipation means different things to different people i have met people who tell me that they move their bowels only once in every 6 to 12 days and then only with the help of a strong laxative and they accept this as normal because they know nothing else would you accept this as normal bowel function if you had experienced only this sequence since childhood bowel actually associated with good health does vary considerably among normal people for some a movement once every 2 days may be normal and others may have three or more stools a day and be in perfect health the criteria i use for deciding what is normal is that the stool should be moderately soft and easy to pass without pain or strain the accumulation of feces between movements should not reach the point where severely bloating of the intestine and discomfort occur constipation happens when the stool is hard small or pelletized so to speak and requires physical effort before it is passed under such demands the abdominal muscles must contract a deep breath must be held as the diaphragm is forced downward this creates strong internal abdominal pressures to help force the contents out of the colon this additional force from straining is necessary because the pressure from the contraction of the colon wall is inadequate to evacuate the compacted fecal mass One mistakeable sign of this physical effort is that muscles of the neck and face tense up as you strain to evacuate. If you could see it, you'd notice that your face turns red too. But most people don't realize that permanent and destructive changes results from these powerful muscles forces even if they don't persist for very long. Veins in your legs are damaged by the straining created by the muscular activity needed for a difficult bowel movement. Walls are located at the frequent intervals along the course of the leg veins. They help the blood to rise to the heart in a step ladder fashion against the forces of the gravity. These walls are stretched and damaged by the high pressure that are required to move small hard dry stools. The walls soon become incapable of holding up the blood without walls is good working order a 4 foot column of blood presses on the lower veins all day long one result of this unrelieved pressure is varicose veins the tortuous blue worms which detract so much from the appearance of a person's leg often causing pain and sometimes ulcers Similar to varicose veins is causation if not location are hemorrhoids all kinds of myths are associated with these painful nuisances probably you have people heard say that they got theirs from sitting on cold toilet seats or from having babies the veins that becomes hemorrhoids are located in the very last parts of the intestinal tract 
called the rectum and the anus. These veins at the terminus of the gut perform the important function of making a tight seal there by means of blood-filled cushions to prevent feces and gas from leaking out of the intestine. The seal is actually a double one and consists of two rows of veins. The higher row at the end of the rectum is called the internal hemorrhoidal veins and the lower row, these in the anus are covered by skin and are called external hemorrhoidal veins. Underlying these veins is a powerful muscle which acts as the primary regulator in the passage of feces and is therefore of great social as well as physical importance. The hemorrhoid veins in the rectum suffer a fate similar to the veins in the legs. After years of straining at stool, when each veins are filled beyond their normal capacity, stretching them like overinflated balloons, they become permanently dilated and hang out of the rectum. Now they are persistent and painful bulges within, with the further troublesome symptoms of bleeding and itching. This same straining causes the anal muscle to be pushed outward. Eventually, they become displaced from their normal internal position and contribute this painful part to hemorrhoidal problems. Pregnancy can increase hemorrhoidal complications since the uterus may lie on the veins in the pelvis and cause hemorrhoids to be enlarged. However, this temporary situation does not cause the permanent anal ruination. This results from chronic constipation. The best example of overwhelming influence of a starch-based diet is preventing and problems even in pregnancy is presented by African women who often have as many as 10 babies and yet remain free of troublesome hemorrhoids throughout life. These women never have to strain at st to stool because of their diet of grains, beans and vegetables. They do not have varicose veins troubles either. Yet, another potentially serious problem can be caused by constipation. The natural opening in the diaphragm through which the esophagus passes stretches as the stomach is pushed up against it while a person strains to move the bowels. Eventually, a tear in the muscular diaphragm happens and the stomach sits forever above the diaphragm part way up into the chest in this condition is called hiatal hernia. Constipation is not a consequence of an emotional disorder, at least not initially. However, a lifetime of all problems could make anyone question his sanity and lose his stability. If you eat mostly the fiber-free foods such as animal products, for example, fish, pork, beef, chicken, lobster, cheese, milk, etc., visible fats, for example, butter and corn oil, alcohol and grains that are highly refined like white bread and white rice, then little will be left to make feces with adequate bulk. Your bowel movement will resemble hard rabbit pellets. Fibers are the prime requirement for a healthy bowel function. Plant foods contain fiber, a variety of non-digestible complex carbohydrates. After all, the soluble component derived from the digested fats, proteins and carbohydrates along with the vitamins and minerals are absorbed from the small intestine. Then the non-digestible fibers remain along with a huge number of friendly microorganisms to form the bulk of the remnant stool. These fibers have the capacity to hold water, thereby increasing the stool volume further. Also, the more foods and beverages that are consumed, the greater will be the intestinal content and therefore the frequency and amount of the bowel movement. 
A starch-based diet along with vegetables and fruits is a sure cure for constipation. Certain food, foods like fruits contain generous amount of water and fiber and therefore contribute to a bulkier, softer stool. Prunes are famous for their beneficial effect on constipation due to the helpful changes they promote in the lower bowel. Grain contains many kinds of fibers, two of which are cellulose and hemicellulose, a very water absorbent. African natives living on a grain-based diet have, on the average, three large unformed bowel movements a day. So might you too with a healthy vegetarian diet. Avoiding proteins from milk and milk products is very important. I have seen some people who have made nearly a complete change to a health-supporting diet, but they couldn't give up the little bit of skimmed milk in morning on their dry cereal and their bowels didn't work very well. A little dairy protein can literally jam up the works for most people who are sensitive to. People who had intestinal troubles for years and are labeled as laxative abusers may have stretched out their colons or twice the normal length and have developed a redundant coils or bowels tubing that sort of loop back and forth in an abdominal cavity like a roller coaster. These people need a little extra help. First of all, colon of chronic laxative user is accustomed to receiving from a drug the message to contract. The colon has not recently responded to the body's natural message to contract that should be provided by the stretching of the colon as the segment fills with the remnant of yesterday's meals. A person with such a laxative dependency must be encouraged first to renounce his laxative and then to wait patiently while the elongated colons fills enough to provide the natural stimulation to evacuate. Initially, several days may be needed to fill a very large stretched out colon, but eventually the muscles in the bowel wall will contract as they should and a movement will follow. Once a natural cycle of filling and emptying is started with high fiber foods, the process continues unaided by anything except the correct choices of food. Recommendations A starch-based diet, frequent meals, a little extra water, 10 glasses per day instead of the usual 4 to 5, and prunes. Prunes should be eaten as the next step. Following this, for extra help, add flex seeds and bran. Add 2 to 4 tablespoons of flex seeds to each cup of a grain such as rice before cooking. As a last resort, I will recommend non-absorbable sugar called lactulose, chronulac, granulac. This draws water into the colon and helps to end constipation in even the toughest cases. Lactulose is available only with a doctor's prescription. Osteoarthritis is one of the most frequent causes of physical disability in the world, affecting more than 20 million Americans. Osteoarthritis is characterized by loss of cartilage in the joint. It is not mere wear and tear, but an active joint disease with a prominent inflammatory component. Medical management starts with acetaminophen, then non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like brufin and even corticosteroids injected into the knees. However, before escalation of drugs, it is recommended that patients 
lose weight and develop an exercise routine foods for osteoarthritis turmeric comparing pharmaceuticals and turmeric curcumin one clinical study showed that the addition of curcumin patients saw their pain diminish and doubled how far they could walk ginger in multiple studies ginger has been able to reduce pain and disability in oa and it can help heal the stomach lining often damaged by nsaid use sesame seeds sesame seeds have been shown to lead a significant drop in inflammatory markers of osteoarthritis more importantly they significantly reduce pain in oa patients compared to standard therapy rose hips soy protein cilantro and acai berries may also help with inflammation and symptoms of oa